Hey everyone, and welcome to the first official episode of Binkton Performance Arts. I'm here with Jay Marr, that is J-H-A-Y space M-A-R-R. You can find him on Spotify. Alright, so we're going to get into this. Why did you get into the music game? Are you, are you into rap? Is that what you're going to do? I mean, for right now, I would say that I'm mostly focused on... Uh urban latin urban latin trap but eventually i do want to branch out from that um i do want to try like even rock songs i do want to try more pop songs but i don't know i kind of started this off um just writing i just started writing and eventually i felt like some of my songs were getting better what i was writing I, i just felt like i had to record something from it how long have you been writing for since ninth grade. Ninth grade. So, what, seven years since ninth grade? A while. I don't want to think about it. Yeah, dude, Getting it's old. been a minute. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, where do you want to go with this? Do you, wanna, do you want a record deal? Do you want to keep it local? What do you want to do? That's the thing, because even my engineers ask me the same thing. I've had, like, different people telling me, oh, we can go to the city and we can introduce you to, like, more artists that have, like, the same sound as you. So you can just bounce ideas off. Um, but even like, I've never really thought about what I want to do exactly. I mostly just do this for fun. Um, so, I mean, if that were were to be brought up to the table, if someone would be like, Hey, we can push you along further or something, then I'll think about it. But right now I haven't really thought about that much. It's just more so of a personal thing that I do. Yeah. I I mean, I don't even listen to that kind of music, but I mean, I did enjoy it at least a little bit um it was yeah. catchy for sure i've never i don't understand spanish at all but yeah i was listening to it i was like it's and actually that's... really not bad i've heard a lot of a uh, local artist and i'm not trying to like you know shit on anybody but a lot of people just kind of have the same sound well yeah and they just kind of put stuff out there and i think they're just kind of looking too much to be like like their favorite rapper and they're really not exactly. trying to be too original exactly um and I'm not just saying this, you know, as a friend, but I really haven't heard anyone around here that sounds like you. So, you know, yeah, that's pretty good. You got some type of originality going for you. Yeah, and that was my goal because I feel like everyone is trying to follow the same formula. They see it as more of like a, a get rich quick scheme kind of thing. Like they think that mm, if they yeah. produce this this sound, do this genre, etc., that's gonna blow them up instead of um, being themselves. I feel like if you're yourself and you show your own uniqueness, people are going to uh, gravitate towards that more. Yeah. I, I think it also kind of depends on what genre you're doing. Uh, of course. Rap, I mean, rap's hard. Because everyone's it's, trying to rap. It, everybody's trying to rap. And I think, um, I don't know, it's kind of like a different story. I feel like it, you really just got to make something super catchy. Mm-hmm. It, it could catch on overnight. That's the thing with rap and, you know, it's, Nowadays, you put something on YouTube and somebody finds it, you're getting famous like, like that. Sometimes, no, you're right. Like Justin Bieber, uh, Usher found him on YouTube. Pretty sure that's how he got big. Look at him now. You know he's worth millions of dollars, just because somebody found him. It's crazy what you can do. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I don't know. They just kind of just push out product that, that they don't really care too much about. 
um, are also, you know, just kind of making up songs that have no meaning to them, in my opinion. When I listen to rap, um, it's pretty much all the same stuff to me, at least nowadays, you know. I like that line Eminem did in, uh, I don't know what song it is, but he said, you know, do you have any idea how much, how much I hate this choppy flow? Probably no. Because everybody copies the mumble. Yeah, because everybody kind of copies that same little formula there, and there's just no originality anymore. It's not, not like it used to be back in the '90s when battle rap was huge. That was the mm -hmm. time to be alive and doing it. Um, but even like back to the whole originality thing. Um, I'm Hispanic, so that's all I've listened to growing up: Spanish music, as well as you know, my parents are. They were in their 20s, like early 20s when they had me. So, and them coming to America, they were also very influenced by like the hip-hop eras of the 90s and like early 2000s uh, reggaeton singers and stuff like that. So that was just a huge part of me growing up. And before, I used to be kind of embarrassed of my Hispanic culture. I didn't really embrace it because I thought it was like embarrassing to speak Spanish and stuff like that. Kids would make fun of you. So, um, I don't know. I, I just see it's kind of cool that for me, uh, I've evolved from that. Now I'm doing something that I enjoy in Spanish and kind of using my culture as a, as a benefit. Yeah, I don't know. To bring something new. I don't know too much about it myself, but I can see like a lot of people nowadays are really bumping a whole lot of uh, Spanish music. Bad Bunny especially. That's been one of my biggest influences to like start producing, start making stuff. Hmm. I'm not even sure who that is, but... You've seen him at the Super Bowl a couple oh, years oh, ago. Probably, yeah. yeah. I don't like I'm not completely ignorant to rap. Um it's just the rap I listen to is scattered about. It's like Big L, Eminem, Beastie Boys. More lyrical, more lyricist than Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh I, I don't listen to anything new today. It's just not my thing, but are you fluent in Spanish? Like, yeah. Like a hundred percent? Yeah, both know? my parents uh immigrated from Cuba. Really? And that was my first language. I didn't really learn English until I was in Head Start. Oh, wow. No shit. Yeah. So then you yeah. still kind of, well, you still got to speak to them in Spanish? Yeah, I still, my parents know English, but like in the household, like it's our culture, our language that we just speak oh, of. Yeah. So you took Spanish in, in school just to. No, oh, no, no. I took French when I was in high school because really? I felt like I was cheating myself. But then when I got to college, I was like, fuck this. Uh, I need that easy A. <laughs> you gotta, so, you just gotta pretend like you don't know, like, huh? No, no, habla. No, I, I told my professor that I knew Spanish, and the frustration in this old man's face. He was this eighty-year-old old white man that was fluent in French and Spanish, and even in class he'd mix up the two languages. So I just kind of look at him like. Yeah. He did it on purpose or No, no, no. He didn't do it on purpose. He would just like mix his languages up. Like uh, he, he just would. Okay. I thought maybe he was like throwing a curveball at you. Oh no. So French French and Spanish, those are two different things there. When it and, yeah. like Italian and Spanish, those are pretty close. Oh yeah. Uh, French 100%. is like uh I took French, I couldn't do it. Yeah. But anyway, not to get too off topic. <laughs> um so like in the future, five years, ten years down the road, do you still see yourself doing music? I'd hope so. Um, I don't know. Like like I've said, uh, music has always been a big part of me. Like, I don't know. Even in middle school, I used to do, like, these stupid little DJ mixes and stuff like that. Corny. Did you, you have a turntable? 
No, I didn't, dude. Uh, I don't know if you remember the, like, there was, like, this DJ software that was very popular, like, back then. I forgot what it was, but I downloaded it on my desktop. I would just grab two different songs and, like, try and make something out of it. <laughs> like a mashup? Yeah, pretty uh, much. I used to do that, but for parodies. With, you probably don't know the band Tenacious D. Yeah, you ever, yeah, oh, you the do? Jack Black and... Oh, okay, uh, Kyle Gass. Kyle Gass. All right, yeah. It's not, they're not popular because they're not, like, a real band. No, they're so more like a parody sure. rock yeah, band. So, so I would take them and um, Four Non Blondes, What's Up? And I, like, mashed up those two, I think. So it was their song, uh, Tribute, and... What I used to think was called Hey Yeah Yeah, but it's it's called What's Up by Four Non Blondes. Yeah, it was funny. I'll, I'll have to find that on YouTube and show you sometime. But no, that, that that's a that that's a tough question. But yeah, I do hope that in the next five or ten years I keep doing this and that I can improve on it. Because right now I feel like I'm at the basic level of shit. I can't really yeah. think of where this is gonna go. Hopefully, it keeps growing. Uh, Hopefully, you, I have... you know, you just you keep releasing music. Yeah. It's really all you can do. Uh, just try to build your fan base. And not to force it either. Because I feel like, like we were saying earlier, a lot of people just force crap out. They just force it out into the market. And don't, then... Yeah, don't force it. And don't force it on the people. I know you got to build a fan base, but don't... Uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But just like, don't... I don't know. Don't don't feel a type of way if somebody doesn't listen to your song. You know? No, I agree. Because not everyone's going to have the same taste as you. Everyone... Everyone has their own personality, so they're gonna yeah. have their own likes. So yeah, I'll at least listen to my friend's music, and even if I don't really listen to it, or even if I don't care for it, I'll still share it. Just to be supportive. I just share it, you know. It's whatever. But I'm the brutally honest type of person, where I'm just gonna tell you, like, you need to do this, 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 syncopate this. Uh, this is offbeat. Do this differently. I'll, yeah, that's I'll give you feedback all the time about it. A lot of people do not like feedback at all. They no. take they take it too personal. No, they, they think it. you're attacking them. You but know, it shouldn't be like that. If you're that type of person, then whatever. I just don't I I don't think you're gonna get far. I hope you don't have any aspirations to make it big if you can't take any constructive criticism. I agree. I agree. Um that's like that's one of the things I've always wanted. Like even when I've spoken to like our friends like Andrew and stuff and Bruce and I've showed them like uh some of the songs that I've made, I always want them to be brutally honest with me. If it's shit, I want them to tell me that it's shit because I don't want to post something and just embarrass myself. Yeah. That's like, no, no. I don't want to be known as that guy that's just like, thinks he's hot shit, but it's literally just hot shit. Like, it's garbage. Not in the good way. Yeah. No, definitely don't want to do that. Um, I've kind of, like, sang in front of my friends a little bit. Mm-hmm. And... Try to get their feedback sometimes. A lot of times they like my songs, but I just can't sing worth a shit. Sort of like, yeah, that's really good. Maybe just like, don't sing it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, here's what it is. No, not everyone can be a singer, so. No, but do something though. You can be a, a writer. Yeah, I write a lot. That's why you know if you ever need. Anything with music, like I know you said you want to do rock songs and stuff. I yeah, help, I could help you out with guitar and drums or whatever. Sometime. All right, so uh, I know you talked about one of your influences earlier, but how about more? Like, who else has pushed me? Yeah, what uh, what, what did you listen to specifically growing up? Uh, I know you said like um, Spanish music, obviously, but 
you know which specific artist who, um yeah who and uh kind of who do you look up to and man that's tough because i don't know i i had a lot of different influences uh i can't really like pinpoint one and be like oh man this is the one that touched me uh but i remember my grandpa he was really into aventura which is a bachata group it's like i said a lot of spanish music man pushed me um so and they're more of kind of like singy songy if that makes sense like they're singers they're, they're kind of like a boy band oh. if that makes sense but i can't really explain it um so they're like love songs and stuff kind of inspired me to be more poetic i guess with some of my writing before uh i i really like biggie like that was one of my favorite lyricists i just like the ways that he, he was able to like paint a whole picture with just the ways he would rhyme and stuff yeah terrible pictures sometimes oh yeah <laughs> yeah dude hit some of his lyrics like which one the uh you look so good i'd uh delete your father yeah like, <laughs> yeah there's that one there's uh one i think he did where he said something about throwing a toddler over a bridge or something like that <laughs> i think that was him <laughs> but nah man like even now any biggie song that i listen to i can i i know the lyrics to because middle school i feel like that age i played him like crazy and even in, like growing up that was one of my mom's favorite rappers so she just playing uh constantly but also there's a bunch of different like like i said it's mostly been like latin rappers that have been influenced so, like don omar daddy yankee i don't know if you remember like how big he was when we were like i know the name kids i but, never really listened to him but yes i know but, who he is but still exactly you know who he is at least so yeah at least it's um, a household name there exactly and obviously your favorite guy pitbull oh man <laughs> big mr worldwide from the 305 <sighs> man that fool kind of uh just drifted off I, no one's really heard of him yeah. in a while i don't know what happened to that guy he'll show back up eventually in a kanye song i'm sure man that's a fact now i'm really stuck on that where has pitbull gone if you or a friend have heard or seen Pitbull, you need to write into the show. <laughs> We're going to find this guy. A specific set of skills. Alright. Um, let's talk local music. Who else? You got any friends in this? Um, um, what do you think of the scene itself? We can talk that for a little while. So far, the main two artists that I've, like, that I've been communicating with and have put me on have been double o who's my engineer and he's also a, a writer too he does kind of like r&b rap as well um he just dropped an album recently passion and pain it's pretty good I, I i enjoyed it um there aren't that many artists in the area that I like uh he also made a song with alonzo and i've also spoken to him about maybe collabing and doing something so both of those artists are the two main ones that i've spoken to the most uh raven as well for her band uh hopefully um we've spoken on maybe doing like a live show or something like maybe just me being like an opening thing kind of yeah. like introduce the sound because that's my main goal to try and introduce a whole new sound to the area um i don't know if i'm confident with me saying this but i think i'm the first latin artist in binghamton um and i just want to keep bringing that sound like popularize it in a way maybe that's um i don't know so i can't really say that but maybe 
probably like the first or one of the first that's actually released music around here. Yeah, exactly. Because like I've asked around and nobody else has said that they've heard it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I've met a couple different bands. I haven't really met too many rappers. Uh, I got a good friend who's actually, I think he says he's like cousins with Alonzo or something. So, mm-hmm. And I obviously we went to school with the kids. So uh, I have listened to him. He has got some talent. That kid can rap. He can rap his ass off. Yeah, there's been a few people that uh, when I was recording, Double O would just like open up like and just show me some of the songs that some of these artists have uh, released. And there's a lot of local talent like when it comes to rappers, but I feel like there needs to be more exposure. That's like the main thing. Not even just for the rappers. I'm talking about like even the bands. I haven't really gotten too close with the bands. I haven't really spoken to too many people in bands, but... I just know that there's a lot, like, there's there's a scene for it. Like, even some of the concerts I've been put on, you see that people show up, and they show their support. Um, but, yeah. There, I mean, there is a little bit. Most yeah. of the time, when you do a show, like, if you're a kid that's looking to get into music, I'm not trying to discourage you or nothing. Yeah. Definitely do it. But the reality is, you're going to get there. And, like, I was 15 when I played my first show. Mm-hmm. I was the drummer for this band. And we went all the way out to Cortland, and I think, like, maybe 25 people showed up, and 20 of them were the other bands. So, so, oh, like, so it's kind of like, oh, man, we really got to... You're not going to be playing for money. No, of course it's not. Like, it's just for the fun of it, just, just for the exposure. That's one thing to get through your head, is you're more than likely not going to be playing for money. Um, you, You're just going to do it, and you're just going to have fun. No matter how shitty you sound or good you sound, because you could be playing with a band that's just gonna blow you out of the water, but you guys just played the same show. So if there is money, you're gonna get paid the same, more than likely, unless they're like the person that put on the show and they're the headliner. Um, but that's that's really how it goes. That's the reality of it. You're you're just not gonna get a whole lot of exposure in Binghamton. Which is Especially what with the sound, I feel like the music that I make, which is more Spanish, I feel like we don't really have that big of a Spanish community. No, but the thing about you is like at least a lot of people around here listen to rap. Yeah. Because the, like the game I'm talking, rock and punk, there's really not that many. I know you'll see videos on Instagram, maybe like 100 kids packed in a skate park, but mm-hmm. there's 47,000 people in this town and like... Yeah. Think about it, a hundred people. Like, and I'm not knocking it. That's great that they show up, but we could do better. And that's part of the reason I got this show going, is so I can try to help these people get exposure and just, you know, I don't really know what my end goal is, but no. But I'm glad that someone's finally stepped up and done something like that. Yeah, um, because I, before I've I've thought of the same idea in passing like man it'd be cool if someone like did something to promote the local talent like a cool way like this and it's awesome to even be your first like guest and yeah. do this yeah what is, what is um 607 promotions i seen that on instagram um that he, it was on your story so basically it's uh egypt he's trying to show like when i spoke to him he said that the idea behind it was uh that he, a lot of people support him, and a lot of people show him love. So why not try and do the same thing for the artists in the area? Like, is he use, doing music too? Uh, 
I'm not sure. He he does do like entertainment and stuff. Like a streamer or like skits. I've seen him do like skits and stuff on his Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he also does track. So, but he said that he wanted to use like his own popularity and like you know bring other people in, expose them, yeah, get more attention towards them, which is awesome that someone's you know nice enough to do that. Yeah, I didn't even know that existed until I seen that in your story. Now I feel like the copycat. <laughs> no, um, dude, it's good. Like we need more people doing that. Yeah, true. I was just like, I was upset when I seen you know on Instagram and like you know someone showed me out. Oh, this person's doing this radio show. I'm like, God damn it! But maybe we need to. Uh, me and Egypt need to hook up and collab or something on on this. See but, what we can do. Dude, more people, more people in the area, just helping each other out. Because uh, I think before we had a conversation, maybe I don't know if it was with you, but uh, it was mentioned that a lot of people see like music as more of a competition than like a community thing. I think a lot of a lot of young heads do. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What you think about it though, like even their uh, you know their idols do. Yeah. Like it, just for example, Drake and Meek Mill. You know, they were beefing not even that long ago. Uh, Nas and Jay-Z. Every, like, everyone in the rap game tends to beef. And you know what? I want to talk about that a little bit. Whenever I see, um, you know, people on Facebook, even our own friends, they're talking about, well, well, let's go bar for bar. Nah, this guy sucks. Don't don't play him here. I, I have not seen so much negativity in a genre than when it comes to rap. So no, I, I just feel like everybody attacks each other in, in the rap game, and it's crazy to me. Like, a lot of people see, like, uh, you know, they see metalheads as skinheads and neo-Nazis and all this shit, but realistically, they are so welcoming. There's more and, like, camaraderie in that community, then. They honestly, like, they, they love it, like, and they encourage, you know, black people to come in, and they want them to go to the shows, and... There's a band, uh, I don't know if they're still doing anything, but Seven Dust, their mm-hmm. lead singer is uh, black, and they're a fucking kick-ass band. But yeah. I'll just say, like, I don't know. It's, the rap game just attacks more people, in my opinion, than it does any good. I don't feel it like there's... It goes back a... to that competitive thing, but even in the area, man, like, uh, there's been bands that have had beefs with each other, and it's like, what? Yeah, I For mean, what? there has. It's just not so common, you know? I don't. I don't get it. But no, uh, hip hop is a very competitive genre. Um, it's very flashy, very like yeah. who's got the most. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but no, I this I I really feel like this community needs that, like to to build a community with each other, uh, help each other out, show some love. They need it's, more support, yeah. Yeah, because like it's not gonna help anyone if you're just shitting on mm-hmm. other people. You're not gonna bring anything up. You're not really gonna bring good attention. Yeah, especially if you don't have a a fucking pot to piss in, you know. Yeah, exactly. You're local as well. You're, Who are you shitting on? Another you're local. local. You you don't have anything. Um, your favorite artist was local at one point or yeah. another. They yeah. didn't just wake up one day and all of a sudden have a record deal. You know, my favorite band used to be local to Huntington Beach, mm. and then they. It just kind of happened you know after a long time of choking at these fucking clubs now yeah, all of a sudden they're playing building. in front of thousands and thousands and thousands of people so 
Oh, just something to think about. Yeah. But who knows, man? Like, all these people helping out. It's, it's, I feel like it's not going to help build some sort of movement towards that. Like, you with your podcast, Egypt on Instagram. Uh, the other podcast that's also being built by other people. <laughs> the other one. I, man, I, I don't heard, support beefs. I have heard... Now coming for your neck. No, I'm <laughs> not happening. But good, good luck. All right, let's get into your album or EP, whatever you want. I mean, what do you what do you plan to do there? Um, so I guess for this year, my goal was just uh originally I walked in with my goal in mind uh to just release a song every month, but that didn't happen last month. So I, I still kind of have that goal in mind. And I'm still pushing towards that. Um, but I don't really have like an idea for an album or an EP or demo or anything like that at the moment. No. Maybe for the summer, I'll drop like a quick like four song EP. I think that's a good goal. Yeah. Just to get it out there. Um, how I mean, how long has your song been out now? Um, my first song, Dollar Mommy, I dropped on my birthday. So January 21st up until so a month and a half. Well, yeah. It seems like it's been on a lot weeks. longer, but wow! Yeah. Only five weeks. How many plays has it gotten? Ooh, let me check. Um, <laughs> on on because right now I'm on a like I'm under United Masters as my distributor. I yeah, I think I follow them on Instagram. So, I'm just pulling up the stats real quick. Uh, so far I have 180 streams. Um total on like the three main like stream platforms that i use and on soundcloud uh like a week after it came out it went to 700 and something it's almost at like 800 uh yeah it's at 785 right now on soundcloud 785 oh so soundcloud isn't a part of the united no it's its own separate thing so you're pushing a thousand yeah you're getting close to a thousand plays in five weeks Pretty much. I mean, which isn't bad at all. And for someone coming out of the gate and not having any push, I should say, mm-hmm. like nothing to go off of. Man, and it was a bitch at first to try and find like someone that'd be down to record. Because I was just asking everyone. Yeah, I was going to. So you did this through your friend there, you said that? Yeah. With the album? Um, where, did, where does so, he work out of? So for so for Dollar Mommy, man, it was, it was a struggle. Uh, I found the beat on YouTube. I know it's like cliche for for that. Like, Did you I, buy it? Yeah, I bought it. It's exclusively mine. I'm still in contact with the producer, and he's still sending me beats because he enjoyed um, the first song I made. But um, it started off because I just listened to the beat, and I just kind of did like a little quick freestyle of it. And I just tidied it up here and there, and then eventually I just recorded it completely on um, my voice memos on my phone. Mm-hmm. And then I was just going around asking people, hey, do you know who can record? Do you know who can record? da 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 and a lot of the people that I was uh, asking, their their sound I didn't really like that much. They were showing me their previous work on other songs, and I just wasn't feeling it. And then eventually, my friend Patrick uh, introduced me to his friend Omar, and then Omar introduced me to Double O, and then I sent the voice memos to Double O, and uh, he he fucked with it. As soon as he heard it, I was like, "Yeah, I got I got to bring it in." So we recorded it right in his room. He has a nice little setup at, at his house. Um, his computers, 
front and center, and then off in the corner is his microphone, and then he has a futon to just chill while he's editing. Yeah, what's his rates like, just uh, for anybody else that might want to contact him? Oh, he's uh, he's very reliable. Um, he's very affordable as well. Um, right now I'm doing 25 to 30 an hour, depending on the song. So how many hours a day do you work? For one song, it's usually three hours. Did it take you three hours to record that? Yeah. Yeah, it, it took me the three hours because I, I don't know. Um, so you paid about $75 to produce your song? Yeah, which isn't bad at all. That's not bad. That's under 100 bucks. That's because that's a lot. That's, the, like, that's, that's great. Yeah, the original um, engineer that I was going to go through was going to make me pay double for that. So 150 versus yeah. 75 yeah, that's, I remember being younger, um, and my friend, he was a bass player for me, and he, like, lived in this apartment building, and this lady was there and just heard him playing bass, and she's like, oh, you know, what are you, are you in a band? And he's like, well, yeah, because he just kind of started jamming with me, so me and my buddy and him, we all uh, met up with this girl, well, she came here, and she's like, oh, cool, and she, like, became our manager, and actually paid for our studio time which was amazing oh. but that band got fucked up and it's one of the biggest regrets because yeah, you're not gonna get that. we had a manager and free studio time and we just not we but it got shit away i'm not gonna get into details about it but it got fucked up that's tragic man because that's like that, that was my biggest obstacles i could not afford it at first when i was first writing music I did, I did want to do some recordings here and there, but I just couldn't afford it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can use Audacity, for those of you that don't know that. That's a free recording software. Um, I think if you have a Mac, you can use GarageBand. You just got to go on YouTube and learn how to syncopate, which is basically just making sure everything is on beat with each other. So you're not, like, talking before your music comes in or something like that. Audacity is alright, and then you just kind of import it to uh, whatever, or do everything on Audacity, and then save it as a project, and put it out on SoundCloud or BandLab. I use BandLab for my stuff, that's a pretty good app, and you just go through and discover a bunch of artists, and try to get yourself out there. It's really easy nowadays to get out there. Um, I know we're kind of talking about like being local and not having enough support, but it truly is easier now than it even was 10 years ago to get your music out there and to get people to listen to it. So just don't give up and follow a billion people and just send your music out. Just don't give up, I guess. That's the crazy part about the internet, though. Like nowadays, it's so much more easier to get your sound out there. You could just yeah. upload it on YouTube. Like yeah. we said earlier, it'll, it could just blow up mm -hmm. overnight. It, it can. It can and it also can't. You know, it's it's not like the 80s where you really had to uh, just work your ass off and do a bunch of cocaine and get big. And just send it off to a bunch of people. Now like, you got to oh. do a little bit of cocaine and more YouTube. Oh, not for me, man. I'm more of a stoner. <laughs> That's honestly, man, the, the first two songs that I wrote just relied off of ENJ and weed. So, uh, you know, 
I wouldn't want to be uh, too dependent on that for the future. To just be like, oh, fuck, I got to write a song. I got to get drunk. Oh, yeah. Or I got to, like, get super high. But this shit, it worked. It worked. What are, what are your songs about? Um, before we forget about that. Uh, honestly, at the moment, I'm not going to lie. They don't really have meaning. They're just like, my first song, Dollar Mommy, is kind of like, my, my goal with it was early 2000s reggaeton vibes. Just like... Something that you'd listen to if you went to a club. Could That's... you could you translate like a few lines of it just to? Oh man, yeah, definitely. Get a Let gist me... of what it actually means. So for, for the non-Spanish speaking audience like me. So uh, look, the chorus is uh, Dale mami mueve eso, quiero que lo tire, que lo ponga en retroceso. La nena está soltera pero nunca suelta beso. No tengo Richie Mili, pero tengo mucho peso. It's it's literally me saying, uh, come on, girl, I want you to move it. I want you to throw it back and throw it in reverse. Um, she's single, but she doesn't just hook up with anyone. Um, I don't have a Richie Mili, which is like the expensive watch, mm-hmm. but I still have money. Like it's see, it's it's just like ignorant shit that sticks. <laughs> yeah, but it's catchy and like people will listen to it. And I feel and I hope. That they'll be able to vibe out with it because that's the atmosphere that we had when we were recording it. It was just like us jamming out to it and just having fun. And it's in Spanish, so your grandmas can listen to it and not know what it means. Unless she's fluent, then. <laughs> then you're fucked. But the next one that I have coming up, uh, it's more of a pop song, really. Like, something that you would dance to more, like move your hips to at a party, like if you listen to it. That's kind of the vibe that I have. For that one, it's not like mm-hmm. women just throwing it back. <laughs> it's it's just like swingy, kind of tropical islandy vibes. Kind of gave me an idea. Um, it's not like it's never been done before, but have you ever thought of doing a release party? Where I don't know, just uh, that was one of the things that that me and O spoke about. Um, when he was about to drop Passion and Pain, like a week before. Uh, we were recording my song, and he was going to have a listen listening party for his album that day. And he asked me if he could play my music at his party. And I was like, yeah, sure, go for it. But he also asked um, if I ever had a plan of doing that. So did uh, like our one friend, Naya. She also asked me, too. I introduced, like, I showed her my music, actually. Not introduced, but I showed her my music, and she liked it. And she asked if I would do that. Um, if I had a bigger project, I feel like I would. Just have, like, some friends get together and just listen <clears throat> to it and vibe out to it. Yeah, yeah. I used to have a venue we could have done that at. Um, had a huge bonfire and stuff. Mm-hmm. But definitely find a venue and uh, play your stuff. You know, have an actual party and yeah. You'll see. Don't don't try to make it so like people are just sitting there in a chair, fucking listening make to it the music. Lively. Put drinks out. Put food out. Get CD. Hand your shit out for free. And fucking just to the first uh, 20 people that show up, 15, 20 people or something like that, 10 people even. Because originally what I had in mind was just like, you know, our friends and stuff like that gathering together, like my backyard or something, just listening to it, just make it like really small at first. And eventually like, could that would be, I never thought about that. I would think like invite, have your friends invite their friends, Um, say, Hey, we're going to this party. But even with this whole COVID shit, man, like, yeah. I hope 
that by next year or even by like late this summer that that's an option um there's a place downtown too that you can rent out i remember my uh one friend reyes he had like a bunch of his artists and himself perform at and stuff i forgot what it's called i think it's like the spotlight or something like that it's uh oh yeah i think i know by like it's like where Marion's is. Where that sushi bar was? Yeah, it's like right around that area. I think that's a bar itself. You can rent that out? Yeah, you can rent that out. He did that. And um, I he know was that. just playing his music. I know they had some open mic stuff there. I yeah. went with uh, Joseph one one time. It's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. It, it seems like a nice spot to just Problem with that is you music. more than likely have to have... It's probably got to be like a 21 and over thing. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I would guess if you're running that out, you're probably like paying for the bar too. Oh yeah, because there was drinking involved and all that. Yeah. Um. But that's even the hardest thing about getting all those things together. Um, because even my engineer, he was like, "Oh, why don't you do a music video to promote promote your music more? Why don't you do X, Y, and Z?" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't have the money <laughs> to do that at the moment." Like, pay local though. See, we're going into supporting local. Uh, my friend Elijah, uh, Mia's brother, actually. Yeah. He, yeah, he's a he's a pretty good photographer. He, yeah, he went to BCC for like video production, so you know, talk to him. Or I could talk to him, whatever. You know, we yeah. we can get it done. I've spoken to him a few times about uh like photography and stuff like that. Yeah, because I feel like um, like going back to the whole like supporting local people, that'd be great to collaborate with them. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to cost you what it would cost you like, to get a professional yeah not that those people don't deserve to be paid but we can gotta support local as much yeah, as we can support, help build people up especially in these times but support local and just kind of save money and make money i guess yeah not trying to sound cheap but no of course but um all of this is, is a big investment either way like making music is an investment of itself mm. like you don't know where it's gonna go but you're throwing money out there to try and like create the art that you want. If that's what you want, you can. I mean, if you want to go big, yeah, you kind of got to spend a little bit of, of course. money. A lot Even of promoting. Time. Promoting, yeah, you do. I mean, you you can pay and get ads, and if you got the money, you know, God yeah, bless go you, it. do it. But a lot of people don't. So and that's like I said, this is what this show is about. I'm just trying to get artists on here. We're gonna do interviews and. Hopefully get some more exposure to them. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, that's why it's taken me so long to even make something. I don't know if you remember when we were in high school, but there was this, like, one of the music teachers. He had, like, a keyboard room or something Mr. like that. Mr. Little? Yeah, didn't he have, like, a like a little recording thing at one point? Yeah, the Biddington Patriot Records. Yes, I remember that. I tried doing something with that. I couldn't. I, couldn't. I was getting too frustrated. I could not edit. I think I was in that for like a minute and then I just stopped. I don't know why. I was actually pretty good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, those were the only times I've ever experimented with recording and stuff, only because it was free. Didn't, uh, Starquan, is that his name? Didn't he do a song? Yeah, I think he, uh, won. It was him and some other people. Yeah, band. it was like a contest. Now I remember. Only two people won that. It was Starquan. He won, won for rapping. And another band as well they both got to record their music hmm. because everyone else <laughs> dropped out of it i'm pretty sure yeah yeah i wish i was kind of more into music back then i probably would have done something with it yeah 
oh well, this is what it is. Uh, if you got if you go to Binghamton High School, they probably still have some type of songwriting class. I mean, no, they have tons of music classes, so definitely take advantage of that. It's free, and just learn something because you can get some useful information out of those, even if it's just how to place your hand on a keyboard. That can come in handy when you use a MIDI controller in the future. So but definitely even if take your advantage school doesn't that. offer it, like and the world of YouTube, you can learn so much yeah. about editing now, on there. YouTube has everything. Like whatever you want, as long as you have the the motivation for it, you can accomplish whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right, let's see. We're about forty minutes. Uh, let's just hmm. talk whatever. I mean, do you have any questions for me? So uh, I know that like before starting this podcast. I know that you've been doing your own thing with music as well. Like, you've had your own bands here and there. You've been writing your own songs for a minute. Um, are you still doing that at all? or uh, what, what, what have you been up to with the music? Because I haven't really seen you talk about it as much yeah, as before. Yeah, every once in a while I pick up, I'll like pick up the guitar and just kind of jam. Find your muse. Yeah, the problem is I just start drinking beer and then I just start doing cover songs. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just pretend I'm in Pearl Jam and I'm sitting here. <laughs> I would love to be in a band again. I just, I don't know if I have the time for that. It's it's very time consuming. You also have to find the right people. That's you the do. Thing. A lot just... of people have their own egos and it's hard to even collaborate with people for that reason. You know, and this shows, um, it's not about attacking people, but it is about opening up. You shouldn't be afraid to say what you need to. I'm not trying to stir anything Rock up here, <laughs> but... Um, in my last band, you know, I, I really wasn't, I felt like I wasn't allowed any creativeness. Like it's pretty much just say as I do in that band. And that, that's kind of part of the downfall there is I, I just wasn't able to be creative as I wanted to be. I like, I play with a lot of double bass on my drums and I just wasn't really able to do that. Not even so much with like the type of music we were playing, but just cause you know, some people didn't want that, so we didn't really vibe very well. That's the thing and about a band. You gotta, you're you're one. You're all one. It, yeah, just it it happens sometimes, and it's. I've been in a couple of bands, and they just fail for one reason or another, and it doesn't always have to be that we didn't get along. Sometimes shit just happens, which most of the time, that's what went down. But it's it's really tough being in a band you know you just if you don't have the right chemistry it's probably not gonna work no no because like i said like you guys all have to be one Mm. it's not one star everyone's has to work together yeah i do have some band lab recordings um like i said earlier you know i can't really sing that well but they're out there you can look me up i'm not gonna like tell you what to listen to but if you want to go on my band lab i'm pretty sure it's just my full name look it up and there's a couple of different things on there it's just some sappy bullshit but it is what it is um yeah, at least it's something at least it's a step you yeah. know, to getting your sound heard yeah i mean i don't know if that's really what i want to do anymore but i kind of just do it for fun really so is your main focus now on like helping out other artists or uh, as far as the music game, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm going to do. I, I think I'm not really, I mean, 
don't get me wrong, I would really love to just be in another band and play shows again, but I don't really know. I'm a little picky because when I want to get in a band, I don't want to get in a band again where we're like, okay, I want like super talented artists around me because I consider myself a pretty good drummer and I just want someone to keep up with me. But it's also the the perfectionist in like every artist. That's that that's been my personal biggest struggle. Uh, like having that correct sound, having what's in my brain coming to fruition. Yeah, but so. you also got to be able to loosen up and work a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, so of course. That's what I was saying. You know, it's just because I'm not playing exactly what you want to hear. You know, this is how I hear. It. This is how I can do it. And it's hard. It's hard when the other people don't play drums and they're just they want you to play something but they can't really explain it very well so it's everyone's kind of getting a little frustrated but uh, you know it's all right i just i kind of just play guitar now and just sit in my room and do whatever i don't write too much anymore but i do i do still have fantasies of playing local shows yeah you know yeah, i do want to go to those punk shows those 100 kids in the skate park. I, I do want to go there because... But even those I kind of just kids wanna, can make you feel like it's a thousand. I'm right? selfish. I just want to go in there and show them up. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I want to go in there and be the best. I want to be the opening act and make everyone look like chums. Like I should have been the headliner. No, I get that. That's that competitive edge. Yeah, I know. As I'm saying, you know, metal's not. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I guess I just want the, uh, the attention that comes with it. More yeah. or less, I, it's not so much I want to make people look like shit. I just, I like the attention of like, holy fuck, you're awesome. Like, I've always liked that. I get that. Um, I mean, before that, I had the same mentality. Like, I used to think of it the same way. Um, and I feel like if you don't have that same mindset, then it's like, well, what's the point of making music anymore? Like, if you, if you don't think that you're the best at it or something, like, you got to be a little bit confident in your craft is what I'm saying. Yeah. You have to be confident. But at the same time, like, I don't know, I, I, I do it just because it's what I feel. Like, it's a good way of uh, expression, in my opinion. It just, is. Yeah, because, like, another reason I also started making music, uh, it's it's a great footstep to leave behind. Seems like for this podcast, like, this is something that you can show your kids in the future. Like, yo, this, yeah. is, this is what I made. Oh, this is what it, I was yeah, thinking when I was this age. It is a nice legacy to leave on, even if you don't get big, like. You know, we're gonna be gone one day. Of course, we're gonna have grandkids probably. Like, yeah, listen to your grandfather. Like, this is what he used to do, and like, yeah, that's, that's cool. his voice, or it's there for a loved one too. You know that that's really cool. I I've been through a lot of tragedy in a short amount of time, and I've learned that photographs have become very very important. So, on top of that, you know, voice recordings and videos. Do what you can and uh, take lots of pictures, mm-hmm. definitely, because eventually that person might not be there the next day. You know, you never know. You never know. Yeah, life's too short. Um, and on top of that, since life is too short, why not just do what you want to do? Yeah, do what you want to do. Uh, don't give a fuck. As cliche as let's, that sounds, go, don't give a fuck, let's, honestly. Let's go back to... Alright, so... We said, what, what were we saying? Um, what, with uh, leaving a legacy? Uh, no, it was... Uh, 
constructive criticisms. Oh. That's what I want to say. Um, listen to people of what they have to say in a positive way. But don't let anybody tell you that your music is trash and that you should stop. Keep keep doing what you're doing and, like, you know, take shit with a grain of salt. But take things in a positive way and try to see, as long as they're being nice about it, you know what I mean? Don't, they're just being a dick to you, you know, tell them to kick rocks and keep it moving and fucking do your thing. But like what you like and don't care about what anybody else likes. Do you. I agree. Uh... I've I've always felt that way. Um, like I don't know, me growing up in like an immigrant family, it's always been like my way or the highway. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're gonna go to school, you're gonna be this and that. You need to pursue this, or else like you're a fucking failure. But if it's not you, it's not you. Don't do something because your family wants you to do it. Don't do something because your friends are doing it. Do it. Do something that you want to do. And if uh people don't like it then they don't like it the people that do will stick around and you'll see who are really worth being in your corner more than anything um so like at first when i was writing spanish music people were like who the fuck is gonna listen to that like it's spanish like we live in big like who cares but then like i started releasing it and i've seen like some people enjoying it and even telling me i don't understand what you're saying but i but i like it it's like boom proof is right there yeah just do what you want to do and the attention will gravitate. What's the worst that can happen? Nobody listens to your song. Yeah, you shouldn't even do it with like that's, the intention of like. It's those are your two options. Either nobody's gonna listen to it, or somebody is. Yeah, exactly. But if you go into it with the mindset of like, all right, I'm gonna blow up. I'm gonna get a thousand views on this, yeah. and it's like you're gonna set yourself up for failure because yeah. you're not gonna meet those expectations right be, away. You're, you're gonna, gonna be build. disappointed, right? But. Have that mindset in a sense of uh, goal driven. Yeah, you definitely want be to be hungry. motivated. Be hungry, right? Mamba mentality. But <laughs> you know, I was actually looking at that book at Target today. There's a book. Yeah, you've never seen it. It's uh the Mamba mentality by Kobe Bryant. He has a whole book about it. No, I'm gonna read it now. It's at, it's at Target. It's like forty bucks. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm gonna pay it, and I'm probably gonna read it. But yeah, don't you know? Be motivated, but just don't. You got to set realistic goals. Yeah. Build. It's a marathon, not a race. Shout out to Nipsey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap that up for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Share with your friends and let me know if you are an artist and would like to be on the show. 